The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello and welcome. Our guest for this podcast is the Apostle Favor Onoja. Thank you for joining this podcast. Scripture reading is Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, through this podcast tonight, let life be touched and be impacted in the name of Jesus. The title of the podcast tonight is Crossing Over Onto the Other Side. The title is Crossing Over Onto the Other Side. The other side is only attainable if you can see it. God told Jeremiah, what did you see? Jeremiah 1, 11 and 12. God is only committed to your sight, not your tears, murmuring and complaints. Your manifestation is hastened by what you see. Supernatural intervention is only available to those who can see. After Lot was separated from Abram, God said, Lift up now thy eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever. Genesis 13, 14 to 18. Where you are now is not a disadvantaged position. It is an opportunity for you to see your next level. This is what enhances supernatural relocation. You may have been at the backside of the desert forgotten, written off by the society, like David's parents did to him. On the day of his promotion, they could not remember him. It took the anointing of the prophet to orchestrate his remembrance. 
even Jephthah was trusted by his sibling who told him that he was an illegitimate child in Judges chapter 11. Be careful the person you are dealing with or maltreating today. He may be your deliverer tomorrow. But Jephthah went to the land of Top, regroup and became their deliverer. You may have been in the pigging pen struggling for survival like the prodigal son in Luke 15 or like Mephibosheth living in the squalor ostracized, abandoned for 13 solid years. One encounter brought him back to his original position at the king's table where he belonged to even though he was lame but he ate at the king's table where he belongs to. Second Samuel chapter 9 verse 1 to 13. Ziba who knew his history and could not recommend him when the king inquired about the household of Jonathan was made to bring his harvest including his 15 sons and 27 to Mephibosheth annually. Ziba, who did not recommend Mephibosheth to David, ended up serving the very person he despised. Mike Murdoch wrote a song titled, Mercy Rewrote My Life, after his wife left him penniless. But look at where he is today, crisscrossing the world with his private jet, preaching the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. He crossed over. I see mercy rewriting your history today. I don't know who has given up on you, but Andre Crutch wrote a song. It will be all over in the morning. They gave up on you too early. Some of them will come back to you to apologize and bow down to you like the sons of the prophet who were critical of Elijah. When he crossed over, they came and bowed unto him. Even Jephthah's brethren came back to him and said, Come and become our deliverer. Don't give up on yourself, on your dreams and vision. It does not matter how long you have been on this side. The other side is better. And it is in view. Can you see it? Can you see it? It is takeable. Like Caleb and Joshua, who steered the people and said, We are well able to take the land. Number 13. Don't just say it, behave it, dress it. Dress for your next level. Like Joseph did when he was going to see the king. He changed his prison clothes. He wore a new cloth indicating that I'm not coming back to the prison. Even the blind Bartimaeus, when Jesus called for him, he cast away his garment. He knew that change and transformation has come. Change your mentality. Servant can be riding on horses and sons walking on foot. It is an abuse of sonship. 
Don't be lazy. Put your hand and heart to work. Work hard. Don't cut corners. There is dignity in labor. Be diligent. The diligent shall rule. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24, 27. And Proverbs 13, verse 4. Proverbs 21, verse 5. And Proverbs 22, verse 29. Be careful who is crossing over with you. Be sensitive to know the kind of spirit they carry. And some of them carry competitive, jealousy, haughty, disloyal, and critical spirits. Be careful when you carry along. They may rock your boat, ground your speed, your movement, your career, and ministry and business. Like Jonah, the ship of Jehoshaphat was grounded at Engedi because he joined affinity with Ahab. Lord became a thorn in Abraham's journey of destiny. Don't get off the train en route to your destiny. A book written by Joanita Bynon. Those who are not part of your journey, the Holy Spirit will help you to identify them so they can get off your train of destiny. This is so that your entrance to the other side can be fast-tracked and facilitated. There should be a sense of urgency in your spirit so that those who are called to reach on the other side can be reached quickly before they die and go to hell. Like Gideon, who accomplished such feats in a hurry, before the sun was up, he had finished the battle. Judges chapter 8 verse 13. You are crossing over from frustration to celebration. You are crossing over from stagnation to stardom. You are crossing over from obscurity to prominence. You are crossing over from wilderness to the palace. You are crossing over from mess to message. You are crossing over from singlehood to marital life. You are crossing over from unemployment to entrepreneur. You are crossing over from devastation to restoration. You are crossing over from poverty to abundance. You are crossing over from ordinary to extraordinary. You are crossing over from rejection to acceptance. You are crossing over from affliction to affluence. You are crossing over from barrenness to fruitfulness. You are crossing over from failure to victory. How to access the other side? Number one, appoint men principal men. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 9 to 17. Exodus 18 verse 13 to 26. 2 Chronicles 19 verse 4 to 11. Genesis 47 verse 6. Appoint men who are principle driven. Men who will not break their ranks. Men who will not break the rules. Men who will dare the camp of the enemy visionary leaders, men of vision, men of integrity, and of impeccable character who will not sell their birthright for a morsel of bread like Esau. Men who will not prostitute and merchandise the anointing 
like Sansim and the sons of Eli, who died like mere men. Men like men of Issachar, who understood the times and the season, and their brethren were at their command. Men who are trustworthy. Men who understood. Men who are ready to put their lives on the line, like the men of David, who dare the camp of the enemy. Men who will dare the impossible. In whose dictionary there is no word like impossibility. Men like John the Baptist who said, I am only a witness bearer. Who laid down his vision, who laid down his dream for Jesus' vision to be fulfilled. He was a pathfinder, a trailblazer for Jesus Christ. He was not afraid of what he carried. He was in the wilderness declaring the way for Jesus. Like Mordecai, who even when Esther was, in, was a queen in the palace, stayed at his duty post. And it was through his duty post that God orchestrated his remembrance through the king. And God caused the king not to sleep that night, which enhances the deliverance of the Jew from the land. Qualities of principal men. A. Able men. Men with abilities and skills who will trade with their talents, potentials, and make profit for the kingdom. Exodus 35, verse 30 to 35. First Chronicles 15, 22. B. Fear God. Men who will not sleep around, touch anything that is not their own, who live in the fear of God permanently and perpetually. C. Truth. Men of integrity and impeccable character. Their words are law and you can count on them. D. Hating covetousness. Men who are not greedy, living right before God and man. First Samuel 8 verse number 3. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 3 and 8. Titus 1 verse 7. And First Peter 5 verse 2. E. Faithful. Faithfulness. Faithful men. Men who are faithful on their duty post. Diligent in the discharge of their responsibilities. Not given to excuses like Joseph, David, Joshua, Deborah, Esther, Daniel. Proverbs 22, 29. Faithful to their spouses in the church and the workplace. F. Accountability. They can be held in trust. G, kingdom-minded men. They are service-oriented and service-driven. They are motivators. There is no dull moment when you hang around them. Second Chronicles chapter 2, verse 12 to 14. Exodus chapter 36, verse 1 and 2. H, men whose heart have been circumcised. That talks about maturity. Men who have value for the covenant. They are covenant practitioners. Nothing offends them. Joshua 1, Joshua 4, 1 to 12. Like men of Abram, who assisted Abram to conquer Sodom and Gomorrah. Genesis 14, 8 to 24. Number two, fight. Deuteronomy 2. 24 and 25. Deuteronomy 11, 23 to 25. 
Matthew 11, 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. Fight for your inheritance. Fight for your nation. Fight for your home. Fight for your children. Life is a fight. You have been fighting from your mother's womb. Out of the millions of spermatozoa that were released, you were the only one that survived. The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. There is a fight of faith that does not give up until victory is achieved. The land is takeable. Even the enemy is threatened by your crossing over to the other side. So fight. So they fight you from all front. When the children of Israel began to multiply in Egypt, laws were put in place to check them. Exodus 1, 7 to 22. The fight is not ordinary. It is because of the mandate of God upon your life. The hand of God is evident upon your life. All hair are let loose to stop you, but you are unstoppable. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty tree God to the pulling down of stronghold, casting down imagination, and bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ. God himself was a fighter, and you carry God's DNA. He fought darkness to his standstill. When he created the earth, darkness came upon creation. And God said, let there be light, and light came. In all battles, Jesus won. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. So you are going to win. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, they shall be condemned. First John 4, 4 said, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one is on your inside and shall put you over every circumstances and battles of life. The storm will always come to challenge your faith. But I dare you to fear not and trust the Lord for victory. He told the disciples, Fear not, little flock. For it is your father's greatest pleasure to give you the kingdom. Luke 12, 32. God will also put structures, systems, and people to facilitate and fast track your crossing over. When it was Jesus' time to cross over to Jerusalem, he demanded that the axe be loose. And he said, if anyone asks, why do you lose the axe? Tell him that the master has need of them. Matthew 21, verse 1 to 4. The mandate on your life is stronger than what is holding you. If anything has tied you, limited you from crossing over, you are loosed in Jesus' name. Amen. The storm is over. Your resources, opportunities, open doors are loosed. When Jesus told his disciples, let us cross over onto the other side. Even the so-called storm that threatened them had him. And if a storm had Jesus, your captors situation shall hear the voice of the Lord tonight. And your victory shall be established. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. Psalms 29 verse 3 to 11. 
Amen. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Join me and let us pray tonight. I decree and I declare upon your life and destiny that a storm is over. No storm is strong enough to hold you from crossing over onto the other side. I decree and declare that the power of the Spirit of the Lord will break every barrier, will break every limitation, whatever that is turning in your way to greatness, the power of Jesus, take it out of the way in the name of Jesus. Amen. No